beginning, the end, the pathway to freedom is found within this fathom-long body. And so we are in today week number nine. And how we work with this practice, we're going in and out, a little bit forward, a little bit backwards, a little bit forward and backwards before we start again into a new grouping. And next week, we'll begin a new grouping of heart, liver, diaphragm, spleen, lungs. But for tonight, we're going to do the forward and back from the head here to the kidneys and from the kidneys back to the head here. So let's um, first just chant these particular parts forward and backwards five times and then we'll do it silently for five times. So head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, skin, flesh, sinews, bones, bone marrow, kidneys, Kidneys, bone marrow, bone, sinews, flesh, skin, teeth, nails, body hair, head hair. Head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, skin, flesh, sinews, bones, bone marrow, kidneys. Kidneys, bone marrow, bone, sinews, flesh, skin, teeth, nails, body hair, head hair. Head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, skin, flesh, sinews, bones, bone marrow, kidneys. Kidneys, bone marrow, bone, sinews, flesh, skin, teeth, nails, body hair, head hair. Head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, skin, flesh, sinews, bones, bone marrow, kidneys, kidneys, bone marrow, bone, sinews, flesh, skin, teeth, nails, body hair, head hair. Head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, skin, flesh, sinews, bones, bone marrow, kidneys, kidneys, bone marrow, bone, sinews, flesh, skin, teeth, nails, body hair, head hair. And now repeating this silently five times as well. So now we're going to begin to work with this practice and what I'd like to suggest is I want to point to each of these parts briefly and then we will um, actually I'll, I'll give a little guidance when we get to that point but for now and just to, for orientation's sake we'll sometimes bring these parts together like the head hairs and the body here is they're all the colors of brownish, blackish, blondish, reddish, grayish, and of course you can dye it. The shape is like a lawn of grass, it can be straight, it can be curly, wavy. And head hair it's found above the waist and protrudes from the top of the head, and body hair is found both above and below the waist. And the location and body here is found all over the body and in head here, of course, on the top of the head. Whether it's head hairs or body hairs, they are thin, thread-like outgrowths from the skin of mammals, flexible shafts of hardened cells. Kind of a powerful image 
these hardened cells one upon the other building this shaft of hair. Whether it's head hair or body hair, it helps to keep the body warm. It has some thermal support, also for temperature regulation and protection from ultraviolet light. So head hair and body hair. The nails, both fingernails and toenails, color is mostly clear, shaped like fish scales, bordered on the fingers and toes, found both above and below the waist. These nails are made of a tough protein that's called keratin. This is the same substance that is found in animal hooves and horns. function is just it protects sensitive skin areas but also has some usefulness helpful to pick up things nails also act as a counterforce when the end of a finger touches an object it enhances the sensitivity of the fingertip nails the teeth yellow or whitish various shapes and scissors canines premolars and molars found and rooted in the mouth. 32 bony calcified projections in the jaw that serve for the organs of chewing food. Humans have two sets of complete teeth. The first are called primary. These are teeth when we're very young, lost by the age of 14 and replaced by permanent teeth. Interesting to say that there's 20 primary teeth and 32 permanent ones, and its function is to break down food, to cut and chew and tear and grind like a pestle and mortar. The bottom teeth are used more for the grinding of food, while the top are mainly used for biting. Teeth. And skin, the color can be blackish, brownish, yellowish, reddish, whitish. The shape of the human body. It's the largest organ, a surface area of around 25 square feet found both above and below the waist and bordered by head hair and body hair, nails and teeth. The skin is the soft outer cover or organ that covers the outer surface of the body. There are over four million pores in the skin and in one square inch there lies four yards of nerve fibers, 1,300 nerve cells, 100 sweat glands. Three yards of blood vessels. In every square inch of human skin lives 32 million bacteria and most of the dust particles in the house are from dead skin. We lose, humans lose about, or shed, about 600,000 particles of skin every hour. The skin shells the body against infection, dehydration, injuries, parasites, temperature changes, provides sensory information about the environment, manufactures vitamin D, excretes salts in small amounts of urea. The skin acts as a water-resistant barrier so essential nutrients aren't washed out of the body. 
It's one thing to understand the science of skin and then, of course, the politics, the racism and bias. But if we understand the science, those who live close to this sun, sun in early days, their skin got darker. Those who live further away from the sun got lighter. But yet, what we do with this color of skin, and the racism, the prejudice, skin, flesh, or we could say muscle, the color is mostly red. It's bordered by the skin and the connective tissue. There's over 900 muscles under the skin. The muscles are composed of cells or fibers that affect movement of an organ or a part of the body. It has the properties of elasticity, conductivity, irritability, as well as the static support of muscles of posture, like found in the back. The smallest muscle in the body is called the stapedius, located in the inner ear. It's one twentieth of an inch. The muscle's characteristic is its ability to shorten or contract. The sinews or connective tissue consists of many different, over 900 tendons, ligaments, and cartilages. The color is white, various strings and bands and cushions interwoven within the body, within to the bones, into the muscle into the organs. Tendons is fibrous connective tissue. Ligaments are sheets or bands of tough fibrous tissue that connects bones to bones or cartilages at a joint or supporting an organ. Cartilages are stiff and yet flexible connective tissue that forms cushions between bones as well as joints between the rib cage, the ear, the nose, the elbow, the knee, the ankle, the bronchial tubes, the vertebrae discs. Cartilages help keep the body connected and prevent friction of the bones. So all of these things like an erector set of tendons and ligaments and cartilages interwoven into bones and organs and muscles are affecting our movement. Sinews. And there's bones, the color is white, the shape of the human skeleton, bordered by the marrow within and the sinews and some muscles above. The human skeleton is a bony framework consisting of 206 bones. There are also 230 joints in the body. A newborn baby, interestingly enough, has 350 bones, and so it begins to meld together to gradually 206. The largest bone is the pelvis. The smallest, found also in the ear, is called the stirrup, larger, hardly larger than a grain of rice. And the hardest bone, I think it's no coincidence, is our jawbone. Bones form part of the endoskeleton of the body. They're lightweight and strong, and they also store minerals. 
The bones support the body and anchor into the muscles and connective tissue to facilitate motion and also they can serve for protection of internal organs such as the skull protecting the brain and the ribs protecting the heart and the lungs. Bones. In bone marrow, the color is yellowish or red. It is a glutinous tissue like gelatin. It is found in the inside of the bones, particularly in the flat bones, such as the hip, the breast, the skull, the ribs, the vertebrae, the shoulder blades, as well as the long bones at the end of the femur or humerus. It is a soft tissue occupying the inner cavities of the bones, and there's two types of marrow, red and yellow. Red blood cells, platelets, and most white blood cells arise in the red marrow. At birth, all the marrow is red and with age it is converted to yellow. And in some cases of severe blood loss, the body can convert the yellow marrow back into red marrow to increase blood cell production. Bone marrow serves to store, store energy in the formation of blood cells. The bone marrow contains the cells that are responsible for the production of red cells, white blood cells, and platelets. Bone marrow. Kidneys, purplish or brown in color, shaped like two large kidney beans located in the back, in the lower part behind the abdomen. The kidneys form urine from blood plasma. They are blood purifiers. So just as the bone marrow is responsible for blood formation, the kidneys are for blood purification. They are the major, major regulators of water, electrolytes, blood pressure, the acid-based contents of the blood, and indirectly many other bodily fluids. They also eliminate toxic waste, such as urea. That's why it's so important if someone has kidney failure, they have machines called dialysis, which actually help filter the blood. In one day, over 400 gallons of blood flow through the kidneys, which equals about 16 and a half gallons an hour. Kidneys. And so I've just gone through these parts that we'll be working with for tonight and also for next week, going in the forward and in the backwards. And what probably is most useful with this particular practice is to touch upon each one like I did just now to get a sense of the part. And then there's a particular kind of archaic term found in some of the canonical literature it's called um, successive leaving. And what this means is, after going through these parts, then begin to move your attention into the parts that are calling to you more prominently and leaving out those parts that are less compelling. So in going through this list of parts forward and backwards, you may feel drawn to one or two parts and so let yourself feel that drawnness and move into that part that's calling to you, that's compelling. 
and it's fine then to leave out the other parts. You've touched upon these now and for the rest of the time as we enter into the silence, moving into the parts that there's a sense of compelling or interest, sensing into it, being present and honoring whatever arises that you sense into this part, physical quality of it or sensational quality of it or perhaps something that it evokes. Even though sometimes it's difficult to sense into the kidney, I, the kidney always brings up for me a memory of a man that I once worked with dying of kidney cancer and the pain that he had and just the experience I had with them. And so it can evoke memories as well. So there's that part that it may, of course, in one part of the practice, bring up some of the personal qualities that are important to be acknowledged, but it also can bring up the impersonal. Pali, there's a word called anatta, which means the selfless nature of things. Like these kidneys, just these organs, and whether I say so or not, it does what it does, or, or it doesn't do what it does. It, 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 it has its own way, and I have no control over my kidneys. It's like I had no control over my hair falling out or developing a cyst in my back, or having an enlarged prostate. It didn't send me an email and ask me to get bigger. It, it just did it on its own. So the impersonal, anatta, the selfless nature of the body. And then, of course, there's all the personal stories and experiences, and both are valid. Both are to be known and acknowledged as we enter into the body with kind, kind attention, gentle, kind, curious, awake, the body.
And so whatever arises, just allowing and letting be, just acknowledging what's present, this fathom-long body, with its thoughts and emotions that lies our world, being present.
as we're coming now towards the ending of this particular practice, just taking a moment as well just to honor and acknowledge whatever's arisen within you, your experience. And then letting awareness come into the chest and into the heart. These two vital organs of the heart, the lungs, that give us life. Of course, in cooperation with all the other parts. But the heart and lungs also, to me, just represent um, qualities of the fragility and the preciousness of this life. And so just honoring this body, this life, the only body we will ever have in this life, the vehicle that we live inside of to grow with deeper wisdom and compassion. So maybe take a moment just to honor this body an appreciation for what it can do to support life. And yes, we all know the times the body doesn't work as well as it can and living at times with illness, with different challenges of the body. This body ever so fragile, ever so precious. Just a moment again, just to honor this body, this fathom-long body, and extending some goodwill inside it, perhaps some sense of appreciation and gratefulness for what it can do. For one day we do know it will indeed be otherwise. But in the meantime, this appreciation, and perhaps in this appreciation, the growth of some wisdom, breaking some of these spells of enchantment with the body and understanding it in a very sobering and very kind and very wise way. Yes, we need to care for this body, this vehicle that we live inside of. May we open to compassion and great kindness for ourselves and for all embodied beings. Every embodied being lives with this life of aging and illness and death. And of course, even in the material world, is the birth, aging, illness and death as well for all things, the body and the mind. Experience the ever-changing nature of things. The impersonal aspects of things. So may all embodied beings discover the gateways into the heart to awaken the deeper understanding of all the different places inside that we're not seeing clearly, that we're holding on or pushing away. Perhaps in time beginning to see and understand the stories that we've told ourselves and identified with, and beginning to lessen its hold, beginning to unbind its boundedness. 
seeing through these stories that have held us back. May all beings find these gateways into their heart to grow with deep wisdom and understanding, and may there be peace. May all beings dwell with peace. So thank you very much and feeling free maybe to take a few moments to stand if you like. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.